Amen. So, yeah, today we are celebrating the Epiphany and um, the manifestation of God, specifically through Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, to all the nations represented uh, in the wise men that came to worship. And we're going to be reading from the uh, book, uh, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. Matthew, chapter 2. You ready? You're not ready? Okay. You may stand, please, and read with me. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star and had come to worship him. When King Herod heard and all Jerusalem with him, when he called he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Maiai secretly and found out from them. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After the day, until it stopped over. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him, and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and mirth. And having been warned not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. You may be seated. They are here. We were, just, we were just talking about them, reading about them. They're here. Welcome, guys. Sorry. Welcome, kids. So, Wow. I imagine that was a long, long journey, was it? Very long. Where did you come from? That was a very long journey. Many days, many nights, traveling on our camel. And uh, if anyone has something soft, I would like to sit on it, please. 
Okay, you got one. That's good. The days of travel were very hot and windy. And, uh, the so wind wait, no air conditioning there? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay, I'll tell you later. Don't worry okay. about that. Uh, and the evenings were cool. The evenings were chilly, so we were prepared for everything uh, to keep the sand out of our eyes and to keep... Wait, wait, what happened? Okay, this is called microphone. <laughs> Explain you later, no worries. It amplifies your voice. Yes, it I does. I have not seen this before. You, okay, no problem. You look at it later too. Okay, very good. Can you talk? Yeah, thank you. So that's how we got here on our camels. Oh, thank you. How do you feel? How was your trip? Well, it was long and treacherous, like my friend over here said, but it was okay. It was okay? At most. Okay. Mr. Kaspar, you know, they didn't introduce themselves, so here is Kaspar, Baltasar, and Melchior. Okay, I'm Kaspar, I'm from India, and uh, it's a long, long journey through the mountains, through the seas, oh, no, I think I hit a sea, uh, but it was through, <laughs> it was through uh, sands and deserts and a lot of sand. In, at some places, I think I saw food in the middle of the desert, but I think I was dreaming because I had sand all over my mouth. And you say you're from where? I'm from India. India! Wow, that's far. Yes. At least from here. What is here? At least from here uh, is far. Okay. Yeah, it was quite far. And uh, we saw a lot of strange things in the desert. I don't want to mention it. Uh, not to mention no water. So we had to search for oases. We had to go searching for any place that we could find water. My friends here found a well, but that did not turn out to be a well. Mm. So a lot of mirages. Now, can you please tell us why would you take this journey? I think it was kind of dangerous, difficult, uncomfortable for this person at least, you yeah. know? We so why would you do that? Let me just, yeah, say that. Um, we took this uh, treacherous journey because we believe we have stumbled upon something that is amazing, something that might change human history. And there were dangers. Uh, my friend Balthazar here has a beautiful story of what happened to us on the way. He will, let, he will tell you. Uh, but we knew that we are stumbling upon something special and we didn't want to let it go. So I'll, I'll turn it over to Balthazar. He has a beautiful story for us. A beautiful many story. Stories. Okay. What story are you talking about? <laughs> this story? I don't know. Do you remember this story? Remember the you have to remember. Oh, that, that one. There was two times that happened, though. Which one? Two times? Oh, okay. The first time. The first time. Okay. So we were traversing a cavern, and what happened was that we found a clan of bandits. Mm. And so we saw them raiding several towns, and they were coming really fast to our direction. And so it was quite scary, and the only shelter there was was cave. So we entered the cave with minimal food and minimal water for five days. Mm -hmm. We starved a bit, we thirsted a bit, but at the end we came out alive. So you still were able to see the star that you were following? Yeah, outside of the cave. From there? Yes, from there. Wow, you're good. Am I? Yeah, you are. 
Yeah. Thank you. So, how about you? Well, my name is Melchior, and I, oh, yeah. am, I am from Persia. Some people call that Iran. Balthazar is from Babylon. Some folks call that Iraq. And Casper uh, is the oldest of us three. <laughs> and he is from India, and he journeyed the furthest distance. Can you tell me why would you take this journey? I mean, it's far, it's dangerous. It's kind of well, weird. What the three of us do is, is something elusive. We're all in uh, a lifelong journey for knowledge and understanding. Uh, some look to the stars, others look to the elements. I tend to look for knowledge and philosophy to understand the deeper mysteries of who God is and how God is at work in the world. And in my culture, we worship one God. We're Zoroastrian. We worship one God. And the point of worshiping God is to mobilize and bring together the whole community to work together to progress for greater good for all people. And one night, I saw in the sky this star, and I was very intrigued and curious about this, because we all are very curious about everything. And sometimes people call us inventors. Sometimes people call us chemists. Sometimes we're uh, writing and doing poetry and philosophy. Sometimes we're uh, concocting a new elixir. Uh, we're just very curious people, but this star gathered our curiosity and we had to go see what it was representing underneath because we believed at the base of that star would be God in a human being hmm. and we wanted to go and worship. But you sound very certain, I mean, no doubt. Uh, there's a, there is faith, yes. There's, faith. Uh, we're all compelled to go. Faith, do you have we're faith? We're compelled to go. That didn't convince me, folks. <laughs> he has more faith than you. Do you have faith? Okay, much better, right? Yes, very okay. much, much better. And the power of this story is we had met at a, uh, a Magi conference uh, <laughs> earlier. Some of you may call it MagiCon. <laughs> so we knew each other before we had embarked upon this journey, but as we were on our journey, I met up th with the two of them, and they had already been uh, en route to find uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, because we do all desire to come and worship the God that is. Here's an interesting thing. On your way, we were reading, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that, if you allow me. You, you okay with that? Sure. Okay. So, you have to. <laughs> okay. So, look, on your way, I realized, we realized that you stopped, all of you stopped, at a certain place, and you talk to a king called? Yeah, there you go. And, you know, I was intrigued by that because it seemed to me that you knew where you were going to, but all of a sudden you stopped there and started start talking to this king and his people, his leaders, and I noticed from the scripture, you know, we also have scriptures, by the way. And that it says that he, the king, talked to his people and the people who were wise to, supposed to be, at least, and they found out 
in their manuscripts, in the, their sacred manuscripts, that the Messiah was supposed to be born. Were you looking for the Messiah? Were you looking for the Messiah? Or you didn't know that kind of thing? Well, um, we had our own religion, so I did not know of this Messiah. I've heard a prophecy that was rumored around our lands of Babylon, but I pushed that aside since I had my own religion to believe. Oh, okay. How about you, sir? Uh, we had a saying in the old Hindu scriptures. It said there will be someone who would come quietly into this world and take over. He would lead us out, and he would come like a shining light. And that's what I was looking for. I had no expectation as to what I will find at the end of the journey. And that's what was captivating. That held my attention. I did not know what it was. And maybe it's a person, maybe it's a thing. I don't know. Okay. You know, that made me think about one particular idea, which is we all are worshiping. We all are in our own journeys. And... You know, they start at, they, they began their journey wherever they were at and whichever means they had and whichever knowledge they have, and they started out that way. And I believe that we do the same. You know, we know something about God and we are aware of that and we are following God that way because we know something about Him and that is propelling us. So we all start where we are at. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner. It doesn't matter if you are even an atheist, a person who doesn't supposedly don't believe in God. Maybe, but maybe God is propelling even you from there to move forward into a different journey. So I think you did the same. You started where you were at. You believe in one God, which is great. Congratulations, sir. And you, you were in the process trying to find out, you know, what was that? But then, then the second part of it is, that you talk to other people who had this belief, and they use what we use. We call it the Bible these days. And through the Bible, they gained a better understanding and more precision where this newborn king will be at. So I'm thinking that maybe more than our own intuition or tradition, we also need a Bible to follow God and to find out more about him, don't you think? Then, but something else happened. Tell me about what was, I mean, what happened to you when you saw that baby, okay? And think about it for a moment. I'm going to bring, Elaine, will you help me to find, to bring something here? When you saw this baby, which probably was this size, maybe bigger, we don't know, something happened to you guys. Because somehow, at one point on your, in your journey, you decided that you were not only curious, but you were convicted, and you wanted to do something different than just finding out, but you decided you want to worship. 
You were supposed to pay homage only, but now you change your mind somehow in your journey of worship. Sometimes you come from one place to another and you elevate your faith to another level. And this is what happened today. Tell us a little bit about <clears throat> what happened when you saw this baby. First of all, he looks more like an Indian. <laughs> Are, you yeah. sure? Are you sure he was born here? Uh, well, here is the United States, by the way, 2018. Uh, we have some Indian people here, too. Yes, we do. But yeah, no, well, okay. he looks like me, too, look. No, he looks more like an Indian. Okay. <laughs> All right. But what do you feel? Tell me about your feelings, your experience when you saw the baby for the first time. And why, would, why, would, why, do, you, why do you decide, decide to worship? Uh, when I started off this journey, I did not know what to expect. I thought it was a man. I thought it was a grown man. I thought it would be a strong, beastly kind of a man who would lead people out. But when I saw the kid, I was astounded. I did not know the kid is the blessed one. I did not know it. I still looked for somebody. But when I saw the soul in the kid, when I saw it sleeping quietly in the manger, I knew that was the one. He is the one. Because as per the scripture, it said he will come quietly. And yet he did. He has come quietly. He has come like a human. And that's astounding. Okay. That such a big responsibility would be put on such a small kid. Huh. And that's what I believe. I feel he's the one. Thank you. And that's why we thought of you know, we have to worship him. Okay. Thank you. When I started my journey, I took interest of the star that I saw because I am a Babylonian astronomer. And such a phenomenon could not be explained by ordinary means. Huh. And I thought it was the cause of a divinity of some sort, a celestial. So you finally came to the conclusion there might be a god? Yes. Okay. That finally reached the surface. Okay. So when, when I came, and I saw this baby, and it seemingly it was connected to the giant star that was outshining all the other stars. How could a baby so tender and mild be that powerful? Mm -hmm. So my faith that I found at that moment when I saw the baby had come into play. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate that. I mentioned earlier, my curiosity led me to embark on this journey to discover what was the star and more importantly at the base of the star. And as our journey progressed and I met my friends and we talked all the way and we met more people and we finally met the baby Jesus, I realized that this was not just You're a human Jesus? child. You're also calling Jesus? That's what they called him. This was the Messiah. Huh, look at that. This was God incarnate in Jesus Christ. And there was a transformation in my heart. Hmm. And I surrendered my life, not to a king, but to a God. Mm -hmm. Thank and you. we're all part of this big story. Hmm. And it's inspiring that a man from Persia, Iran, a man from Babylon, Iraq, a man from India, and other people from other countries who have come are able to receive this young child. 
as God as well. Thank you. What do you do when you, when you see him? What do you do? Can you show us? Gold? Yes. The Thank most refined gold that I can find. Can I see it, please? No? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. This one. Yeah, it's real gold, right? Yes, it is. And I present it on my knee. And it is customary. Thank you. I have brought the finest mirth that the land of Babylon. Mirth? And myrrh is used for the death of someone sober. I am not implying that this baby will die anytime soon, but I am rather implying that because I have spent so much effort getting this mirth, and this myrrh is so valuable. I put most or all of my value before this crown. I have brought frankincense from my country. And frankincense is not a gift for kings. Frankincense is a gift for God. Hmm. Frankincense is uh, an article, an element that you burn and it, it wafts uh, aromatic smells so that our prayers of worship can go to the heavens. So they came, they saw, and they worshiped. They started out wherever they were at, and which, whichever knowledge they had, and used that to move forward, to search, to worship. Then they received even more knowledge that elevated their knowledge through the Bible, through the scripture, through the Hebrew scriptures. And then as we read the scripture today, they later on were warned by God by a dream, which means God uses whatever he wants in order to guide us. So my request for all of us today is that 2019 will be a year where we will do whatever it takes to worship God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our might, with whatever we have. And let the excuses be put aside. And let's undertake this journey, trusting, believing, faithfully moving forward. Because yes, there will be some challenges in the, in the way, 
some, maybe some danger, maybe some problems. But there's also a lot of hope. And the power of hope is that when it's connected to worship, it's transformational. When you have hope and you worship, there's no way that you can be stopped. Because God will find a way for you to worship him. So I encourage you to use whatever you have now. If you have been a Christian for 20 years, 30 years, all your life, use that, whatever you have now, and continue to enlarge, increase your ability to praise the Lord, to worship God, to follow God. Then secondly, I encourage you to please come back to the Bible a little bit more often. Don't just be content with Sundays, Sunday morning or Wednesdays, or once in a while a small devotional here and there, but try to be more hungry about it. Try to, to do something different this year so that you can get to know the Bible better. And I will tell you, if you look into it, you will find whatever you need to continue to grow in your spiritual journey. Of course, we have other documents, other traditions, other resources that we can use. But I think the main one that we use the less sometimes is the one that we are supposed to be using more, which is the Bible, right? Amen. And the third one is be open. This year in 2018, you probably will not receive your dreams like they did, but you will receive something. Be open, and that's something that will come to your life will be another way to increase to empower your worship and your following of God. So I will encourage PPC to really push forward, to move forward, and to worship wholeheartedly the God who created us and the God who sent Jesus Christ. That yes, he died, but the good news, Mr. Balthazar, is that he came back. Amen? Amen? So why don't you put, to your hands, put your hands together for God today. Amen. It's good. And I have an ABC for you before you leave today. ABC. Okay, can you say that? ABC? Okay, here's my call to action for this morning. ABC, pretty easy. You, you should not forget that. Appreciate what you know about God already. A. B. Be proactive in getting to know the Bible better in 2018. And C. Choose to be open to new insights that God will provide as you continue to follow him. Shall we pray? And before we do that, can we put our hands together for these guys? Thank you so much. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful because you are inviting us in 2019 to a worshipful yearning to bless you, to honor you, to follow you, and to get to know your son better, the scriptures better, to be open to you and to what you have for us this year. So I pray and we pray that you will mobilize our hearts and minds and soul and bodies to take the extra mile, to 
really walk the extra mile and worship you with all our hearts and with all our being. We thank you, Father, and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Talking about worship, we come to this table.